Previously on Polyamory. So sitting behind this huge arse desk is a little old lady with white hair and slightly square glasses. And she appears to be a goblin. Well, shit. And she's just going to reach under the desk (laughs) and hit a button. And the doors behind you are going to slam shut. At that moment, just falling backwards out of a, a cupboard comes Skitata. Like a portal opens up in front of the spider's mandibles. On the other side, you can see a sort of smoky, blue-gray, and black world. Stepping through are three creatures. They're sort of tall, glowing with an inner blue-white light. Their eyes are milky white. They've got a sort of pronounced brow ridge. But apart from that, they're sort of waxy. They look like they might be slimy, but if you actually touch them, they aren't slimy. So you unlimited power... Straight into Brilmara's face. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's flying into her eyes and, and eyeballs, and her ears just explode out of the side of her head. The most efficient way to search the desk is to knock all the drawers out. And the most efficient way to knock all the drawers out is to knock Portal Pink into the desk. She smashes into the desk, flips it over, all the drawers come flying out, like, face down, and Portal Pink, like, you just hear this nasty crack as she hits and folds into the desk, and she too does this weird gummy thing and turns into another one of those fleshy blue and grey lumps. Noise. We're just trying to run a perfectly normal business here, pay no attention to the spider behind the curtain. Okay, so five locks down, the spider is going to rear back and just jam both legs straight through Granny Smith. You are (laughs) left there, standing in the room, with, well, there's now four of these weird blue-grey things with the milky eyes. If we get you unchained, which we are in the process of doing, can you go back and bring them with you? I could free them, but first I would need someone to cross over into the other world and cut my connection to the web. Well, I mean, if we don't go through and deal with this, it's probably going to be a recurring issue. Plus, doppelgangers means there's probably some people in there that could do with rescuing and would probably be very thankful and give us a lot of uh, reward, one would hope. I believe everyone's heading through. So you all step through the portal and you hear a, a whoosh as it just immediately closes behind you. And you're in basically the same place you were, but there's no colour to everything. It's all sort of blue, black and white. Uh, Leading to where the portal was, you can see this sort of thick spider thread. Just a single thread, and it appears to be sort of glowing and pulsing. As soon as that tether is cut, the sort of glowing smoky form of the queen spider just sort of almost seems to fold in on itself and then just blink away. You are sat in this dark world alone with no real knowledge of how you're going to get back and no idea what to do next.
last week we left you all trapped in a strange place. <gasps> We're in the mystery zone. The mystery zone. It's all sort of ethereal and weird. Ooh, ethereal is mysterious. It is it is? I can put my hand through stuff. Ooh, you can. Um. So with that in mind, uh, as I described it previously, the walls. You're still basically in the same office you were, but everything is sort of intangible. Everything looks like sort of flickering smoke as you look around, like, just the room that you're in. So, do you want to take this moment to have a short rest? I feel like that's sensible. Yeah. Do we all, perchance, happen to level up while we take this this rest? I I mean, I think given that you've just had a huge boss fight, I think it's only fair that you have... A bit of a level up. Hooray! So do you want to tell me um, Let's start with uh, D. What did you get for your level up? I took Revivify on the off chance someone dies. And Mass Healing Word. So many heals. Uh, what about you, Skitaza? What have you got? I've taken Hypnotic Pattern Ooh. and Eldritch <laughs> Spear as Ooh. my indication. Pointy. Hypnotic Pattern's a great spell. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, and Dusty, what have you got? More hit points and a bit faster. Faster and more hitty. Oh, you're going to be one of those. And tell me, Bromara, what do you have? Oh, I've got all sorts of stuff as a warlock. Ooh. Uh, I get some bonus HP. Mm. My proficiency bonus goes up. Nice. I learned a new spell, Vampiric Touch, <gasps> which is another one of those spells that does damage over time without me having to use up an extra spell slot, Excellent. and it regains me health back while I use it. So I that's mean, while quite squishy. Yeah, it, it's very good for me to be able to reheal while doing big damage. Uh, I also got a new Eldritch Invocation, Armor of Shadows, which allows me to charge Mage Armor on myself at will without it spending a, sl- a spell slot. Uh, and because I'm a level 5 Duragar, I now get invisibility once per short rest. Oh damn, so bigger, smaller, and invisible. Yeah, I can I can magic armor myself, go invisible, and drain the life force from people. Nerf Bromara, Bromara OP. Br- Bromara very squishy, Bromara barely OP. One big punch to the face, Bromara's gone. I'm complaining to Dendar. <laughs> I'm gonna whinge to Dendar on fantasy Twitter. So, you've rested... What are you, what are you doing? I'm waiting to be told what to do. I'm petting Dusty. <gasps> I'm having a great time. <laughs> I think Bromara's first instinct would be to look around for any signs of a life and b any life that maybe isn't ethereal spiders. Try and do a some kind of investigate or look around or like are there any tracks? Are there anything we could follow? What what be a good starting direction. Okay, how are you looking around the room? Are you just sort of looking around the ethereal Um, room that you're in? uh, Initially looking around the ethereal room that we're in Uh and seeing if there's anything like any signs that from where the portal was, you know, tracks from there or something. There's nothing really visible. Um, Roll investigation for me. Uh, Three. At some point you realise that because you can just phase through things you just stick your head in a cupboard it's like nope nothing in there don't need to worry about trying to open anything just mm, nope nothing in there you I, could, I mean you could see through what wasn't the door but yeah I think for flavour Bromara while discovering she could put her head through things puts her head through the floor 
Ooh. And then takes her head back up and then realises, why don't my feet sink through the floor? Okay, so you <laughs> stick your head through the floor, and while you're sort of trying to get down onto the floor, you stick your head through, and for a three, you do a forward roll through, forward, which puts you sort of at a weird axis through the floor. Am I clipping through the floor? Essentially, yes. Help! Uh, what would Dusty do to try and pull Bromara back up? I mean, she's not far. You could theoretically, I suppose, just kneel down and try and pull her. I'd do that. Let's have a strength roll. 20. Yep. <laughs> okay, for a 20, you pull her up and you're a bit vigorous about it. <laughs> and there's almost a twang between you, like that uh, Sonic Chaotix. <laughs> Where this sort of elastic between you sort of bounces back and, and and she is pulled like up above your head and then starts to pull you away from the floor. So you're now about what would be five feet in the air. Um at this point Romara is just gonna is 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 gonna try and use that uh, that that telepathic ability to go, Hey Spider Queen, you you in this realm? How, what's the range on that? Within thirty feet. Okay, within thirty feet you get nothing. Okay. So that, that Spider Queen didn't just, like, pop into the same realm as us in the same spot. You saw where she was physically yeah. in, in the realm while she was sort of stuck on the other side. But she's side. not at that point she's in the She's not at that point realm. here. Or anywhere nearby. Okay. Not that you can tell, and you're not getting any response from her. Dusty, you're attempting to put Bromara down. Um, so you sort of grab her out of the air and try and put her on the XYZ axis of what is the floor. And she's sort of pointed... She's slightly at an angle to the floor, like she's been placed in this world slightly wrong. Ah, uh, she'll do. Yeah. I don't like this, Dendar, help! I'm floating! Ooh. You know that string we cut? Yeah. Should we just follow the piece of string and see where it goes? Is that piece of string still there? There is the thread. You can see the thread. Bromara grabs onto it and starts pulling herself by the arms, floating, just like pulling herself along the string. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, so you're pulling yourself along, and it's like you're trying to sort of pull yourself through mud while pulling on this rope. <laughs> like doing, like, I, I, army crawls, I guess. Yeah. It's not like pulling yourself through the ISS. <laughs> Is everyone following? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they will follow. And are you just sort of walking along? Yep. Cautiously, okay. like I'm ready to catch Bromara at any second. Okay. Dee will follow amused. So, at this point, it looks like Bromara is sort of lying on her belly, pulling herself along the floor by this string. <laughs> and you're all sort of walking along behind her. But at some point, the thread goes basically through a wall that would be to the outside of this bu- of, of the building you're on. Right. And you just keep going? I mean... Bromara's in for a penny, in for a pound. She's going to stick her head through that wall, see where it goes. Okay, you stick your head through the wall, you start, you're pulling yourself through, but you don't feel like there's any pull on your top half. Okay. Like, like there's no gravity pulling you downwards. Oh, okay. Right, I'm just going to pull myself the whole way through then. Okay, you pull yourself the whole way through, and it is almost as if the floor in that room didn't matter. Oh. Hey, everyone, just just pull you, the floor means nothing. Come on through. Follow me through. It's cool. She hasn't plummeted out of the... Floors. Floors are an illusion created by big capitalism. By big floor. (laughs) 
Capitalism invented flaws to keep us down. Follow me. Are you following? D will grimace, but is still attempt to follow, but on foot. Okay, so D walks through the side of the building that isn't there, and you just... It's its like you were walking along the rest of the floor. At this point, is going to stand up, realising she probably didn't need to pull herself along this. Yeah, and, and you stand <laughs> up, and it is just like you're, you're standing up, normally. Dusty hurts this. Not a fan of walking through invisible nothing sky floor. He doesn't understand it, and he can't hit it. <laughs> it's a so, lot of thinking. Can I get a, a group perception check, please? That's 23 for Dusty, 6 for Skatata. 10 for me. And D. Uh, Bromara and and Dee not seeing a lot, but the the other two, you can see what looks like uh, it's sort of above you, but the whole concept of up and down is real shaky right now. You can see, technically above you, what looks like, like a warthog, like a large warthog being sort of attacked by small white-blue figures. And it's sort of like, just like leaping around and trying to shake them off. How big is this warthog-looking thing? Um, from your perspective? Pretty big, but far away. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if it looks big while it's far away, that means it's real big. I mean, right now it looks like a a a normal warthog. That would be, like, at your ankles, but being climbed up by these tiny, like, half-inch little figures. I I feel like we don't mess with that. That sounds very big. That does sound very big. Is it cute? It's a warthog. I think they're quite cute. Uh, Do do we just, you know, just keep following the cable, ignore this thing? I like that idea. Okay. I don't want to mess with anything too, too big and scary. So you basically keep following along the uh, the thread. You pass. You can see like the the great crystal at the center of center of Groibon. and down there there appear to be like quite a, a lot of buildings, um, just covered in lots of spider webs. You can see small but reasonably not not too far away. Uh, just these. Blue and white spiders, like you've seen kicking around. Can I investigate the spiders? You can. They're just sort of climbing up the buildings. 17. I'm rolling really good today. Yeah. Well, let's hope you get some of those if it comes to combat. <coughs> oh no, I'm going to get them all out of my system now. <laughs> Alright, okay. I mean, that's generally what happens with D&D. What are you looking for? Just a general investigator of the spiders and the town. Do, do they seem bothered by us? They don't seem to have noticed you. Which is unusual, because you're tugging on a spider thread. I mean, actually, are you, or are you just walking next to it? I think Bromara's still holding on to it as, as they go. Okay. But just walking next to yeah, it. Yeah, just... Of... Okay. Um, in which case, then, yeah, there are spiders. They seem to be noticing you. I'm guessing because you're twanging their, the threads on their web. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they don't look too bothered either way. They're not like, oh god, it's the humans, uh, the earthlings from the prime material plane, we gotta go get them, those monsters. They they seem to be aware of you. Not like angry or scared or anything. uh, How well do you know 
weird spiders That's from another fair. dimension. <laughs> can can you brain speak? Uh, I can brain speak within thirty feet. Do you want to get within thirty feet? I mean, how far are we away from him right now? Is that massively a massive hundred feet? Okay, uh, Bromar is gonna just suggest like, okay, okay, you you all wait with the thread, make sure we don't miss the thread. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask ask see how they're doing. I'm just gonna ask them how they're doing. Uh, and Bromara heads to about thirty feet away and uh, mentally messages one of them. Hey, hey, spiders. How you doing? Escaped from the doppelgangers, did you? Oh no, we uh the queen, big big queen one. Do you know do you know the queen? Our Majesty, of course, yes. we uh, yes, we we freed the queen. We cut we we cut the thread thing so the queen could come back, and we're we're in here now. Hey, we suspect we would not be the property of the doppelgangers. We're we're on chill terms with the queen. The queen has returned. Yes, uh, do you know where the Queen would be? I feel like the Queen could really help us out right now. In her palace. If we follow this thread, is that going to take us there? Or are we going, like, complete wrong direction? That is the thread that leads to the network. It's connected all the worlds, while the world was still all there. Okay. So if we wanted to go find the Queen for help, what way are we... Directions feel really weird here. How, how do we find that? Home is within the ethereal version of your crystal. Oh. Do we know where the crystal is? In it's right up there. Oh, okay, okay. Can we just, like, swim up there? <laughs> I don't know how ethereal planes work. Sure, you you swim up <laughs> straight up. Rumara just shouts... Okay, well, we gotta swim up to the crystal. Okay, and it's like you're just like pulling yourself along the ground like a turtle <laughs> on your tummy, <laughs> but up towards the crystal. But you are lifting, lifting upwards. How does everyone else feel about swimming upward? I mean, it makes as much sense as everything else has. D would try and go on their back and then continue to walk. Okay, so D sort of leans back slightly and steps almost up an invisible wall, and then just continues walking towards the crystal, outpacing the the swimming attempt from Bromara. Bromara swims really furiously. Bromara was really good at swimming as a kid. <laughs> In a moment of pity, Dusty picks her up by the like back of the clothes and just drags her along the, the new floor. Okay, so you sort of pick her up by the by the back of the clothes. I resent the suggestion that Bromara is a bad swimmer. She's I'm now sort of swimming through the not air, like like a, like if you picked a toddler toddler up by the back of the dungarees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Doing much easier to do this, right? <laughs> but but Dusty is, I guess, walking next to D, <laughs> just walking towards the crystal. As you approach, you notice that there are quite a lot of these glowing spiders up here. And while the rest of the world seems to have that sort of ethereal, constantly moving smoke look to it, the spiders here just look like they did when you saw them in your world. So a bit more tangible, the glowing. Solid, yes. They're they're glowing. They're blue and white, but... Hey, hey, hey. Hey, spiders. Who are you? Uh, we rescued the queen. We cut the tether and the queen was able to come back. 
Is the queen around? Stay here. You will be washed. And that, that spider sort of scuttles off. You don't know where they go. You kind of lose them amongst all the other spiders. But after a few minutes, they return. And you are a bid to follow them. There's a lot of spiders here. They're like five to six feet tall. Fumara's just looking mm. at them all like, well, this is what's going to fuel my next few um, nightmares, I suppose. <laughs> Can I have a uh, an autism roll from you? Wisdom save. Uh, that's a botch. Okay, so that's going to be two points of stress, I think. Oops. You have so much wisdom that you're currently being carried like a toddler and don't seem to have registered it, so... <laughs> That's a lot of sensory input going on right now, guys. It's okay. Christy will just keep carrying you until you decide that you're, you're done with that. <laughs> okay, how's everyone else doing? Dee's fine with it. Nick hates all of this. <laughs> uh, if Dee's okay, then Dusty's fine with it. He's just worried about Bilmara. Skatata seems to be in a deep conversation with one of the spiders. Is this absolute gibberish? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also not having the mind blinky thing. Yeah, the conversation might be a bit one-sided. Yeah. <laughs> is is this like when when infants are babbling and it's like you're clearly trying to communicate something to me, but I have no idea what on earth you're on about. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so is everyone apart from Skitata heading off following that yeah. spider? You you head off through the crowd, keeping very close to the spider. Others will move out of your way. You find yourself some some sort of ducking slightly under somebody or just around them. You don't really know what's quite courteous. Is it like walking under a ladder? Do you walk under a spider leg, even if it's at a modern angle? Or do you make the extra effort to walk around it? You know, it's, 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 it's an interesting social interaction you're having to deal with. There's a lot of bodies up here. They're all very close. Uh, eventually you are led into what looks like a, a, an opening sort of nearer the, the roof of the cavern that would be. And by the way, if you turn back, you can see the whole city arrayed out below you, but in this weird, wispy smoke. I, I mean, if, if I were good at art, that sounds like a beautiful thing to draw. <laughs> Maybe someone will draw it when this comes out. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, eventually you're led into this sort of tunnel, into the, into the crystal, and given the fact that you, this is a, a space rather than a you've just walked through into the crystal, you get the impression that this hole exists on the real crystal as well. Ah! You walk through into a, a hole and there is just like a, just a space in here. And because you're inside quite a dense object, it's all very, very bright. You, you would have a hard time picking out anything outside of the crystal. Hmm. So you imagine that it would probably be very difficult for someone to, say, spy on this. That seems good. Uh, <coughs> and there before you is the Spider Queen, looking uh, freer, certainly, than last time. Hey, Queenie. I'm glad we didn't mess that up. Did we Did we sort everything out for you? you you're good? I very much appreciate your assistance in freeing me. Well, that's good. That's good. So, couple of questions. Um, you know how we helped you get back home? Well, funny story, we are now stuck here. 
Do you know any way we can get back, you know, on the ground in our dimension? That might be a problem at the moment. Our world was damaged as a result of the action. The abuse of the etherweb has shrunk our entire plane of existence. The Titan is awake. Oh, not the Titan. Oh no. The doppelgangers appear to be fighting with them. Okay. Mm. So, like, I'm just going to lay this out here. Our, I think I speak for everyone in our group when I say our perfect solution here would be fix whatever you've got to fix so that your world is, is fixed enough that we can go home. Maybe rescue some of the people who got doppelgangered, because that is going to be good for business, one would suspect. And then we get out of your hair. So, like, what do you need from us so that we can, like, maybe pick up some very grateful people who will pay us money and leave? We can arrange to free the prisoners. If you can assist the Titan, perhaps we could make an arrangement to get you all back once the portals are working again. Okay, I'm on board with this, but I feel the need to point out one thing. Can we get some kind of, like, high-vis jacket or a D-badge or something that tells the <laughs> Titan we are on the Titan side and not against them? Because I don't want us to stroll up and go, Hey, Titan, we're here, and get smushed before we can, you know, help them. Perhaps best not to raise arms to it. Well, I mean, if, if it's the thing, is it the thing that looks like a warthog? It is a giant ball. Yeah. So, the, the the doppelgangers are climbing it. My worry is if I throw a fireball at a doppelganger and it accidentally hits the Titan, that's a problem. Maybe stick to the ones on the ground. Uh, just saying. Well, that's, that's my point. If we just take out the ones on the ground, will that be enough? I'm trying to make sure we don't piss this thing off. Start with the ones in the ground. I will send some of my assistance with you. Okay. Uh, I relay this all back to the group. Yeah, so we, we, we... Apparently, if we fight some doppelgangers, that'll fix the world, and that'll get portals that'll take us home, and that and they'll release the people who are captured by the doppelgangers so that we can take them back for a handsome, a handsome reward. That sound good to everyone? That sounds fucking brilliant. I get to break things, and that's it, right? Yeah, just, just, I can't stress this enough. Do not hit the big ball. Do not anger it. Okay. we got to be real careful. Get, go for the ones that are on the ground, go for the ones that are nowhere near the ball. Try and do everything we can to not... Uh, how would I how would I word this? If this if this were a game, perhaps that someone were playing, try not to roll the lowest possible number because that feels like that might accidentally inadvertently hit the ball. I'm just saying, everyone, this would be a real bad time to really screw up something you were trying to do. That feels pointed. Dusty doesn't understand, so he just starts walking in the general direction of the bar, still carrying Bromara. Did you never put her down? <laughs> I, I, I assumed I'd been put down, but I do like the mental image that that whole conversation with the Spider Queen I was just being held up by the Dark Memories. <coughs> <laughs> like Baby Simba. Oh. Yeah. 
Well, I was thinking more like Mission Impossible, just being held from oh, the good. middle. I'm now, I'm now picturing the um, the scene from The Lion King where Simba gets the sort of mark put on their forehead, but instead Thamara. it's uh, it's no, it's eyeshadow being put on on thumb at a time. No. <laughs> okay, so you you leave the throne room? No, the high, crystal, high, the, the high. crystal zone. No, that's. Crystal not, web. That's the crystal maze. Not no. Yes, you do wish you die already alone. <laughs> you will be playing the part of the Spider Queen this season. Um, yeah, you head out of there. A, f- a few spiders are sort of summoned to go with you. You've got like three or four spiders with you. We'll say four because that'll be easier to focus on. Each of us has a spider buddy. Yeah, it's a buddy system. Is Katata's spider buddy the one he was talking to? Funny enough, no. That one's just looking really fucking confused. And in fact, has tried to walk off. <laughs> Is Katata willing to let this one go? Uh, yeah. Once you're outside, you um, start heading towards the the Titan? Yes, no? Yeah, yeah, we head to, head to the Titan. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, it takes you about sort of 20 or 30 minutes to get there, and as you get closer, this thing gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It's it's bigger than the, some towns you've been to. It's, it's big. I mean, if you happen to be, say, some kind of document of a number of creatures, you might <laughs> describe, it, describe it as a gargantuan monster. Uh-huh. It's big. It's 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 a it's a, a large friend, and there are just doppelgangers, hordes of them, like climbing up it and just punching it and just attacking it and trying, seemingly trying to overwhelm it. Are we within thirty feet of it? You can be if you want to. I I want to get within thirty feet of it in order to attempt to tell it, hey, we're here to ha- to to help you. Are you still being like held held? I, th- I feel like this is up to, this is up yet. to Dusty. Have I been uh, put down yet? You, you can be put down when you tell me to put you down. Can, can, can I get can I get down, please? I'm just sort of wiggling my legs, not able to touch the floor. Uh, I like the idea. Fussy baby is, kicking. Yeah, I like the idea that as Dusty lets go, you just <laughs> just suspended in the air. <laughs> Someone rotate me into stand. You can rotate yourself. Can I? <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> Bramara had not worked that out. What did he do it? I know. Bramara, well, here's the thing. Bramara was already swimming upwards by that point, so Bramara did not see Dusty or D. Just... Sorry, I, I, will, I will stop railroading you. So. No, it's okay. I'm being silly. Bramara eventually realises she can just rotate herself the, the correct way up uh, and, and attempts to um, message the Titan. Hey, we're here to deal with these things that are attacking you. We're on your side. Please don't squish us or anything. You don't really get a response. You can't really tell if it's acknowledged you at all. Well, that's okay. As long as we've made an attempt to let it know. There's a lot of humanoids on the ground right now. Yeah. So, we have attempted to let it know. Uh, who wants to start fighting some humanoids? Um, always. At this point, the doppelgangers are in their sort of neutral state where they basically look like blank fleshy mannequins with milky white eyes they they're, they're alive so they have their glow on rather than being dead and lifeless and lightless is it time for initiative um i'm gonna need another uh, stress test from bromara oh no 
Uh, that's an 11. Okay. You're still on two. I, I initially, uh, it made the sound, but it hadn't rolled the dice yet. I thought I'd botched a second time in a <laughs> roll on a stress test. Oh, that would have been very bad. That would have been very bad. Very bad indeed. Okay, so everyone, do you want to roll me some initiative? Why the heck not? 13. 3. 12. 20. Okay, so you're as if this was an Arkham City game. Everyone forms like a circle around you. Okay. And, Yay. And, and there are just four engaging with the eight of you. Fight club! Uh, so, Bromara, you're up first. I'm going to try out a brand new spell. I'm going to try Vampiric Touch. Correct. Uh, that is a crit. That is 25. Okay. How was that? Tell me about your vampiric thingy. Uh, so, I basically run up to one of these and physically touch them with my hand. It feels kind of rubbery. Yeah, yeah. And because I have done my my spell correctly, on a hit, the target takes 3d6 necrotic damage, and I regain half of that to my health. Okay. Um, and I can keep doing it, yes, yeah, so for up to 10 turns, uh, without having to reuse a spell slot. Alright. So, because that was a crit, do I do double damage? That is... 27. 27 damage, and I'm on full health, so I, I don't regain any, but uh, that'll be useful for, for next turn when I can give keep me, Give me some flavour, what does this look like? Bromara just sort of grips her fingers into the shoulder, uh-huh. and you can just see the, the shoulder it starting... It's really cold as well as Rambo. Yeah. The, the shoulder just starts to get slightly wrinkled. Oh. Um, it's it's starting to wither from from, from that shoulder okay, outwards. So they're sort of pruning. Are you are they doing yeah. like the thing with the, the like the black veins starting to spread across? I think purple veins, but oh, there's purple. definitely definitely a sort of the only purple thing in this entire dimension. Yeah. It's gonna be fucking mind blowing if um, you're from here. It's it's horrifying. <laughs> so you just dig your hand into this thing's shoulder. And you've been studying this. This is a thing you've only slowly worked up to. It's a new power to, to, to properly master. And it feels like you've just gone fucking ham on this thing. <laughs> because what you expect it to be was like touch a little wither, a few purple veins that start to thread over a few six second periods, let's yeah, say. Yeah. Um, it just... <laughs> The whole thing, gone. The thing is dead on the... Did I just suck this creature into me? Sucked it to death. (laughs) Uh, Bromara, having um, experienced a bit of stress this episode and also embarrassed herself by swimming while held up by the Dungarees, um, is finally feeling cool again. Yeah, I think we can take one stress off of you for that. Yay! Because doing something just that badass, that's fine. Uh, Dusty, what you got? I've got a rage, and as of level five, I can attack twice per turn. Oh shit! I'm going to pick someone and ruin their day with a nineteen and a twenty-one. Do those hit? Both hit. Nine and eleven. Nine and eleven. Plus two for the rage. Okay, so you just smack them repeatedly in the head with the hammer, and like they start like snotting out slimy blood. It's sort of thick and almost like silicon grease. Oh. Mm-hmm. Next up is Kitata. Oh, gosh. This might be really bad. Good luck. So Kitata reaches deep into his sack. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't reach around their sack every now and then? I think it's a bit late. And pulls out in each fist a bunch of... Are they dandelions? The one with the 
fluffy balls. Yeah. Yeah. Blocks. yeah, and then he's going to start spinning around and all the fucking fairy things go flying everywhere. Yeah. If, if um, one of the doppelgangers grabs one, do they get a wish? Oh. Do you have any idea how OP the spell wishes? Oh god, don't give them wish. <laughs> <laughs> do not let them catch those. They're dangerous. Uh, so Skatata's just used sleep. Right, roll 5d8. The total is how many hit points of creatures this spell can affect. Ah, yeah. So creatures okay. within 20 feet of a point you choose, based on the round Skatata, within range are affected in ascending order of their current hit points. Starting with the creature that has the lowest current hit points. So you've got 48. So the one that's just had a, a good old spanking from Dusty just passes out cults. Then another one passes out cults. And, and the last one starts to look really drowsy. But but they do they, they manage to make a, a sweet recovery. That one is going to take a swing now at Dusty. 21. Hit. And 9. So they're sort of sleepy. They take the one the one hit on you, uh, and that just slaps you for ten bludgeoning damage. And the other one just sort of it just it, it barely just claps on your cheek. Aww. Oh, poor sleepy babies. Right. Next up, we have D. D will take their mace and go for the slip, uh, slept ones. So the ones that are already asleep. Cool. You have to. You can roll with advantage for that. I think they're lying on the floor. Awesome. Glad you got advantage for that much. That's embarrassing. Just move on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like playing golf. You sort of swing, it just whistles over the top of the ball. It gave them a good scare, pro- probably. If they weren't asleep, no one saw that. No, I mean, no. Uh, the spiders step in, and the first one just sticks, like, one of its pointy legs just straight through one of the sleeping one's heads. There's something really weird and squelchy about... Like a, a popped doppelganger. They're, they're just unpleasant, but you can tell they're dead because their light sort of goes out. I softened um, it for them. And, and they sort of step around getting the ones that are asleep. And the last one takes a swing at a sleepy doppelganger and manages to just sort of lift them up on like two like front legs and then just slam them into the ground. And they're free from life. Uh, the next lot are going to start moving in. So we're going to have an attack on one of the spiders. So from the crowd, one of the doppelgangers takes a, a swing at the spider that just cracked his mate in half. And, and that spider looks n- not uh, not super happy, I'll be honest. But not bleeding, so that's probably okay. Next one's taking a swing at Dusty. 9, 21. So they take the first swing slightly before you. The second one just uh, is just a, a real slap to the side of the head. Dings you in the ear for eight bludgeoning damage. Next one is going for Skitata. 21 and 20. That's my head. So they smack you around the head for 15 damage. And the last one is going to take a, a swing at Dusty as well. 20, 7. 20 hits. Um, so they slap you in the face for 10. And then just, it's it's so overpowers them that they spin round and, and hit the deck. So they're prone <laughs> before you. Or technically just standing at a different angle, perhaps. It's weird round here. <laughs> uh, takes us back to the top of the list with Brobra. Uh What's the state of the enemies around us currently? Uh, four dead 
and four fresh ones. Okay. I'm going to attempt to continue my vampiric touch on a new target. Do you need to do anything for a new target? Uh, no, vampiric touch. I, um, the, so you know how the lightning... You I set get your hand up. So, you know how with uh, my lightning attack, mm-hmm. I get to do the damage uh, every turn, but it can only be on one target? Right. Uh, the reason I get to do this on multiple targets is I have to re-roll the attack to see if it hits every turn. Um, so, okay, let's see it. 20? Yeah, that's going to hit. That's going to hit. Uh, and then I do 3d6 damage, I believe. So that's 10 damage. Nice. They're not looking super happy about that. Uh, Next we have Dusty. Um, whichever one hits Katata, uh-huh. 11 and a 9. Dusty is pissed at them. That is a double miss. How how did you go about that miss? Uh, it probably tripped over the one that fell in front of him because <laughs> he's just gone like full... Screaming, raging at, at the one that hits Katara. Okay, so you went sort of full rage. You t- trip over the one that's lying down in front of you, but now you're you haven't fallen because you, you worked you worked out sort of what to do quickly enough. So you're just sort of at an angle now. I'm very mad. I am in an acute rage. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have Skitata. Skitata is going to use green flame blade. Ooh. Tell us about it. His spear is imbued with the magical green fire. Fancy. He makes a melee attack against one target. Mm-hmm. The fire then leaps to a second target, dealing fire damage to the second target. Nice. Um, so which one are you going for? The one that's taking damage or one of the others? Whichever's closest to me. Okay, so it'll be the one that attacked you. 19, that is definitely a hit. 10 and 9. Okay, so 10 damage on the first set. Target nine on the second. The second one is looking pretty beaten up because that was the one that had already taken a bit of a hit. But now we move on to the spiders. So the first spider takes just like a a, a swipe at the side of one of the doppelgangers and just manages to pierce straight through its head, its little legs sort of dangling still. Seem to be kicking something... Something firing in their uh, nervous system somewhere, making something twitch. It sort of twitches, and then it's sort of slung and hits the floor. The second one just bites the head off another. It's it's not at all pleasant. Another one sort of rams into a doppelganger, but it, it doesn't really seem to do any real damage. And the last one, again, tries to do a sort of ram and a bite, manages to bite into the shoulder, does uh, what looks like quite a bit of damage, and we get to... Doppelgangers. So the first type of doppelganger takes a swing at Skitata. That's a 15 and a 22. Both hit. That's 16 damage. How are you looking over there? What was the damage on your turn before now? 15. I think that's killed me. You're in minus two. So Skitata is out cold. (laughs) Oh no! Uh, The next one's going to take a swing at Dusty. 24 and crit. Hit, hit. So that's 20 damage. How are you looking? 36. Not too bad. Next one's also swinging for Dusty. That's a 7 and an 18. 5 damage. All the swings coming at you. They seem to be swarming you like they were swarming the Titan. And the last one, a 9 and another crit. That's another 11 damage. How are you feeling? He's starting to pant a bit, but... Prayer of healing. That is 11 points of healing. Ah, you're healing Skitata. Oh, yeah. Yes. Hooray! And it, it it goes to 
up to six people around me. So also to Dusty. Uh, is it enough to pick Skatata back up? Fourteen. Um, yeah, he, he, he will become conscious again if you can't. L- literally, a single point would would bring him back to zero, no matter how far below he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rest just gets added on, so he'd be at what plus ten. He'd be at plus ten. Um, and in normal circumstances, he'd be prone, but prone doesn't really mean anything prone. here. Prone, <laughs> uh, Mara, it's you. Okay, so for my turn. I'm going to attempt to do my vampiric touch again. Uh, are there any of them that look notably killable? Uh, yeah, the, 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 the first one that's been uh, wailing on, on Skitata. Okay, uh, well, I'm going for a revenge hit then. Ten, does that hit? That does indeed hit. Okay. Uh, again, you just sink the hand. You are really good at this spell. Sink the hand into the shoulder. Like, it, you feel the squish as you sort of dig slightly into the skin. It's like the purple veins shoot through like lightning within its body, and then its life force is just gone. Oops. And it is an empty husk. That one's dead. That's for you, Skitata. <laughs> Dusty. It's, a, it's such a shame that none of the things have been attacking me, the person who could free <laughs> heal myself. Dusty is going to go for the one that he tripped over and take that back up with it. Twenty-five, sixteen. Both of those are going to hit. 12, 13? You talk me through blowing this thing up. So since he's already surrounded by a pile of them, he's just going to like flex a little bit to push them back, slam down on its head, and having worked out the physics enough, is then going to turn like a 180 spin, and then slam down from behind where he was before, and just sort of metronome it underneath him. Into pissed. Oh. And as you sort of smash it the final time, having metronomed the crap out of it, it just goes flying off into the ether, like Team Rocket blasting off again, <laughs> but without a fucking head. Didn't need it. Right. Uh, next up, we have Skitata, and you have one that has taken damage, and one that has not taken damage. I'll Eldritch Blast the one that hasn't taken damage. Go ahead. Okay, 24 definitely hits. So you do six damage to the one that hasn't been hit so far. Yeah. And last up, a D. Uh, D will go and cast Cure Wounds on Skatata. Six. Wait, oh, 11. That brings us back to the spiders, who make very quick work of the remaining two. There's just crunching and snapping of bones. Holes through people. It's, it's unpleasant. And having sort of fought the surrounding ones around you, you notice a weird sort of squelching, cracking noise, like something huge, like like an uh, an actual swamp being folded in half. Oh! And looking up, the giant boar titan is sort of folding and melting itself into what looks like more of a humanoid shape. It's ripping off uh, and, and like crushing doppelgangers, which are with what have gone from trotters to like hands. And <clears throat> it's sort of crushing and slamming down on the ones not sort of nearer to it rather than the ones in the in the bit particularly focusing on you lot and it seems to sort of pull almost sort of out of its own skin this huge whip and it swings and can I have a dexterity saving throw from everyone please 14 8 3 uh, 21 Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting them good rolls in this fight 
Dusty, Skitata, and D, you are thrown back by the force of this whip just just as it swings past you. And it just cracks and, and just seems to just splat a bunch of the doppelgangers. You, you're sort of pulling bits out of your hair and stuff. But a good chunk of them mm. have just just been completely annihilated by one crack of this whip. This thing is just stomping and splatting things around. And the, the last few doppelgangers that had been sort of making for an attack just start running away. Uh, Bromora's gonna message again, just just as a reminder, we're not with them. <laughs> and it's this huge, gargantuan face just looks down at you, and and it's everything about it screams ancient, <laughs> just absolutely ancient, and it looks sort of exhausted with its own existence mm-hmm. and the fight it's just had. Get off my lawn, you doppelgangers. <laughs> And it sort of, like, turns around and strides away, and you feel, like, vibrations. As if something huge was walking away from you on ground. But it's literally shaking the very plane around you. And it it seems to just sort of wander off and curl up into a little ball. And you you guess maybe go to sleep. (laughs) But I would say you have solved the doppelganger issue. We have solved your doppelganger puzzle. Indeed. Yay! Do we go back to the Spider Queen now and tell her we we did it? Uh, And with that success, the the spiders offer to carry you back to the Spider Queen. (laughs) It's only taken an entire series and a half, but Skitata finally got to ride an animal. (laughs) Sorry, James finally got to ride an animal. Can you describe for us uh, how Skitata triumphantly rides this spider? Backwards. Would that be fair, James? I was expecting him stood on it like a captain aboard a ship. <laughs> Just surfing a spider. This is, this is, this is Skitata's moment. And Bromari, you're just getting a message through that's just like... Please, just get him to sit down. It's very... We just want to drop him. We're I, trying to make this as fast as I, possible. I message back... Look, I can't take I can't take this away from from Skitata. You 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 got you got you gotta let them have their fun here. Ah, fine. He falls off. He can walk on his own. And, and you make it back to the to the throne room, the hive, the nest, the central area of the the Spider Queen. Hey, Queenie, did 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 that did did we did it? Did that fix it? You have done excellently. And the primordial has returned to sleep. It seems everything is working again. Are you ready to return? As long as we can move through at the same time as the people who are being freed so that we can, you know, shake them down for reward money. Yeah, we're good, I think. There's there's a bunch of sort of people gathered in this room looking fucking terrified. Yeah. Hey, all of you, we saved you when we get back home. We're gonna have a little chat about recompense. You, 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 you're good with that. Yeah. What? Just let us go home. Just let us go home. It's been horrifying, been here for months. That sounds like recompense to us. Yeah, sure. Let's go. Does Does to recognise any of the doppelgangers? The ones that were replaced. Uh, no one you know. Okay. Were you hoping for someone? Just out of curiosity, in case like characters we knew had been ah spiders all along. No, no one you recognise. 
Who would dare doppelganger someone else? What an atrocity. A doppelganger? <laughs> ter- terrible. Terrible. Who, who could say such a thing? The greatest of sins. Indeed. You are led down to the ground? Question mark? The city below you of Grivon. Basically to outside Polyarmory headquarters. Before they shift you. Yes. And the shift with the spiders rather than going through the portal is very different. You're sort of encouraged to sort of hold onto them, like to touch a leg. And you feel like there's like a moment where you are in the ethereal plane and everything is that weird smoky texture. And then there's like flashes of colour and people walking past. And all of a sudden you're standing in the middle of the road outside Polyarmory Headquarters staff entrance. Not not the, the main thing. Didn't want to cause too much trouble. <laughs> standing next to like a couple of six foot spiders and like 20 or so rescued people. <laughs> Hooray! So once we're back, Bromara is going to turn to all these rescued people and go, So... Back in the world, we did you a solid there. We came on a res- This was a rescue mission, right? Right, team? Right, team? Rescue mission? Just in nuts. Very rescue. So, and, and, and being rescuers is really expensive work. So if any of you could give us any kind of, you know, thank you for rescuing you, it would be super appreciated. It would allow us to rescue more people like we rescued you. There's sort of a, a general confused looking around at each, each other and they start sort of turning out pockets. <laughs> We can set you up on a payment plan. If you don't have anything. <laughs> uh, Jane is getting a dice rolled. Okay. You, between them, they managed to get you 156 gold and, like, just a couple of silver. That's, that's everything they've got on them. Well, I mean, that's more than we had when we went when we went in there. Oh, that's, oh well, thank you so much. You've, I mean, I, just, I never thought I'd... Get out of there again. There's spiders everywhere. I just don't do spiders. It's it's good that you're out, and should we ever need to amass any kind of army of people loyal to us, we'll uh, get in touch with you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for saving us. I super appreciate it. Well, I'll collect all your contact details. I don't don't have a pen. (laughs) (laughs) But sure. And they relay their contact details. Um, You can add that if you want. You'll have... couple of people's contacts <laughs> a couple of people who we can call on to like hey remember how we saved you we need you to yeah so uh, add like a durigar and a drow okay. contact to your to your list nice perhaps you shall be able to use them at some point huzzah uh that's 39 gold each if we're split even that's all right that'll do uh-huh. well then I think that will do for this week. <gasps> Thank you very much for joining us. I have been the mistress of this dungeon. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I can be found on Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I'm on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnet, where you might be listening to this now. I'm also on StoneMonkeyRadio.blog, where I write things. Twitch.tv slash Janiac, where I stream on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Janiac.redbubble.com, where you can get one of my fantastic t-shirts and patreon.com slash stonedmonkeyradio. As little as a dollar a month would be super helpful. Hi, this is Nick, and you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and stream at the Nick Flair. And if you'd like to read um, some media analysis and self-reflections that I'm writing, uh, you can follow my blog at storieswithnick.blog.
I'm Laura. You can find me at Laura K Buzz everywhere on the internet. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. LauraKBuzz.com. Uh, I do a series on YouTube every Friday called Accessibility, where I talk about video game industry accessibility and representation. I've got a bunch of books. There's Uncomfortable Labels, which is out now. It's about being gay and trans. There is Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is coming out on February 4th. It's an illustrated, silly and serious coffee table book of video game character butt reviews. And there's Gender Euphoria, which is an anthology of non-cisgender people's stories of euphoric moments they had in regard to their gender, which is going to be out at some point in the future when it's when it's written. There's also podcasts. There's Pixel Squirt, which is a video game pornography discussion podcast with Mari and Stacey from Geek Remix. Uh, there's Dice Funk, which is a another D&D podcast. I'm on seasons 3, 4, 5, 6, and season 7. Uh, they're all self-contained seasons. And there's Podquisition, where we talk about whether your favourite video games are great or perfect. I'm Becky. I can be found as at Becky20 on Twitter. The last series that we recorded, Badly Designated Heroes, can be found under Curiosity Epidemic on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube and Apple Podcasts. We didn't forget to record credits for Germs, he just doesn't have any social media presence whatsoever. See you again sometime. Oh, bye. 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 We did it.